Let's rock. If you're new to the tribe, Rad is across the table. Rich is behind the mix. My name is Yanni Bormeister, and we are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the online program that balances strength, flexibility, and fitness in an efficient 60-minute workout so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by us, plus our epic gym and home UMS programs, extensive exercise library, private coaching group, and weekly coaching calls. As a valued listener, use the link in the description to get your first month free. Before we get started, warm welcome if you're watching on the Unity Gym YouTube channel. Remember, hit the like button to support the channel. The more likes we get, the more legends like yourself get to see this content. And subscribe if you like what you see. I'm super excited to announce that joining us today, we have Phil White from ADPT Physio. Yeah, that's right. And if you didn't know, Phil started work in the fitness industry in 2012, first as a remedial massage therapist, and then went on to study exercise and sports science and a doctor of physiotherapy postgraduate degree. Now he runs ADPT Physio, where they specialize in developing the athlete rehab experience to everyone. Phil's been a massage therapist to the GWS Giants AFL team here in Sydney, Australia, to Olympians, Paralympians, and a number of professional athletes. Good to have you back on the show, bro. Yep, always good to be here. And uh, I know it's like the massage kind of experience is a bit less relevant to what I'm really excited about with uh, with my physio work, but it is relevant for today's topic. So mm. super excited. Yeah. This uh, question comes in from Aiden Potts from the UMS online coaching group. Aiden asks, I'm told by my massage therapist every time I get a massage that my muscles are super tight, despite having good flexibility, should I be worried about what the massage therapist is telling me? I think I'm going to sit back. I think we should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are we going to? Are we going to? I don't want to fire shots, uh, but um, I'll throw this one straight over to uh, to Phil because of his extensive. Uh, I don't know, seven eight years of being an, a, a massage therapist. Uh, um, and we'll try not to. Yeah, I think um, Brad, you're the perfect person to talk about this because I think people sort of have this understanding, like misunderstanding that um, with great flexibility become like comes soft pillowy muscles that are never yeah. feel tight and never feel sore and <laughs> you know that, that you've, you've suddenly got this like unbreakable body that's just this you know soft little yeah, like, turn, squishy you, you nice muscles into I'll, I'll <laughs> and would that be would that fit with your absolutely like, experience not. Of... <laughs> i remember I, the last time that i went to a massage uh and got a massage from somebody that wasn't you i was told Jesus, your this and that is tight. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and then it, did you bust out the middle splits on the table? Yeah, on the yeah, table that's, or? Right, that's right. <laughs> and it was um and it was a brutal massage. It was like a, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But uh, I remember coming back to you and, and asking you the same question, like, should I be worried about this? But this is the thing. You gotta understand, okay. Um Aiden Potts, I know specifically because he's in our online coaching group, he's training five or six days a week, which means because every time you have a decent medium to high uh, like moderate to high intensity bout of resistance training, you get what's referred to as blood gorging for up to 72 hours uh, post-exercise. Or swole. Swole. Swole is the, uh, yeah, yeah. Is the, is the um, colloquial gym term uh, for this. Um, uh, the scientific term is muscle uh, blood gorging. And that means that your muscles is uh, essentially carrying um, or filled with more blood than they would usually be filled with. And that's what we like to... Uh, we, as, as, especially as men, we like to walk around with, it's the pump, it's the post training pump, you know, and, uh, 
and that's going to uh, make the muscles feel uh, a little bit harder than 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 usual. And you're also dealing with you know a, a whole bunch of different sort of metabolic responses to the exercise that make the muscles feel a little bit harder. But we have to remember, tribe, and we say this a lot on our podcast. We teach this profusely in our UMS uh, online coaching. Flexibility has very little to do with the pliability and and uh, an actual softness or hardness of the muscle. It's an adaptation in the brain's central nervous system. It's a, it's the way the brain's communicating back and forth with the muscle bodies to allow uh, mobility. And you know, you, you you like you really want to get above and beyond this this notion that um, you know stretching and fle- uh, flexibility or flexibility training is just simply stretching a muscle because it's not. We had a great conversation with Aaron McKenzie from Origin of Energy the other day where we really reinforced. You know, he's one of the most flexible people I know who's not just a yogi who can sit down into positions, but he can apply that uh, uh, in in functional movement as well. It's about strength through range. It's about develop. When we asked him what's the number one um, uh, key to getting flexible, he said strengthen, mm. strengthen through range, and it's so true, you know. And 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 it's also, I think, the number one rehab uh, therapy as well. What you know, when you come with it with an injury or a muscle that's in spasm uh, regularly, what's the most likely thing? If you had one answer for everybody, what's the most likely thing that you could do that's going to have a profoundly positive impact on that uh, sensation of discomfort or pain? Is to strengthen that area of your body. Like if I could only choose one thing to say, that's what it would be. It would be strengthen. You know, uh, build load tolerance. Yeah. You got to get past this idea that muscle is plasticine. It's not something that you just um, by by stretching it, it, it just becomes you know stretchier and stretchier. What's happening is that you have with muscle fibers a bit of quick muscle anatomy. Basically, with muscle fibers, you have these um, a, a series of um, sections in the muscle where it's going to be we're going to like Z disc to Z disc, and then within those Z discs, so basically like. It's almost like the in between two brackets, you've then got um, these overlapping fibers. So if you're on the podcast, you can't see my hand actions here, which is a shame. But if you're but, on the YouTube channel, you, <laughs> you can. can. Um, and basically, you're getting an overlapping of these myosin and actin filaments. And what that what they do is they have these little um, crawly feet things that attach to each other. And when they're um, stimulated, they'll um, to contract, they'll like crawl along and, and bring the Z discs together. And when they relax, they'll, the Z discs will come apart. And so basically when you're in sort of mid range um, of the muscles, you'll have like a nice amount of overlap and you've got a bit of room to go each way. But then as you um, contract, you'll the, as the Z disc gets closer together, you'll get lots more overlap of those myosin and actin filaments. Um, and that's what we call training in a range strength. And that's often where you get lots of cramps because you, well, those little feet are kind of hanging on too tight and they're not really good at knowing when to let go. So that's often you'll get those, um, when you're doing your inner range strength training, you'll get less cramps there. Um, but then, and so training that range will make you more resilient to it because it teaches your brain to like, oh no, we don't have to like go into crazy spasm here. And then as you stretch out, um, you'll be weaker in end range because you don't have as much overlap. So you don't have as much contractile um, potential um, because you have like less of those little Chlory feety things um, pulling them together, and so that's where flexibility training comes in. Is basically what we're doing is we're pulling those myosin actin <coughs> filaments apart. <coughs> oh, take over get, for a second. Get, get it out. Oh, Phil, he's uh, <laughs> where, he's, he's where, swallowed down the wrong uh, pipe. The what, air pipe is not for uh, swallowing. Yeah. But <laughs> we're we're, es- we're essentially um, s- like not just elongating and 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 separating those. We're building um, uh, more thickness in there. Yeah. Well, know? so well, basically what we're doing is like as you're um, you're stretching, you're you're 
like your body is always going to be very protective um, of the rest of the whole body system. So when you're stretching out those muscles and you're taking your joint through range, if your body feels like it can't, con- if your brain, sorry, thinks you can't control your body, it will contract and be protective. And that contraction is what then stops you from being able to access the range. So, um, well, and that will be like- to that as in a brain's in- inhibition. And that will, be the mus- that will be the muscle itself. And it will also be the muscles around the joint that you're trying to stretch. Everything will co-contract and be like, nope, yeah. <laughs> don't like it. And so that's why with the Unity program, you'll be doing lots of um, kind of activation at end, like strength at end range, um, co-contracting other muscles, like actively trying to turn them on and off. So that's a basic understanding of, of, of what flexibility is. And so, yeah, it's just, you can see how it's very different to this idea that it's, yeah, you're like when you're flexibility training, you're not building muscle hypertrophy in series. You're not making the muscle longer. You're just allowing it to be able to um, contract. And so they've done some really great studies of this with people who have uh, contractures from like different um, uh, genetic conditions where they actually get put in a cast, which is um, serial casting is what it's called, where they basically over time, if you've got like a foot when you're um, born that's really like curled over and totally contracted, they'll put you in a cast that will be basically on a constant stretch for like weeks and weeks and weeks on end. And um, they've shown that you don't like, you don't get longer muscles. You're just teaching your body to um, be used to um, uh, being not so contractile. So when looking at um, someone like Aiden, who's, you know, a pretty flexible dude and he's also pretty strong. So you can see there that like, it's not that he's like, massive therapists fall into the trap of, yeah, thinking that they've got some hard muscle that doesn't want to um, relax and contract, but that's just not the case. As Riani said, it's like when you've got that sort of tightness feeling, it's that um, when you hypertrophy your muscles, basically your muscles are encased in in fascia. And so fascia is just like a thin sort of connective tissue um, sheath. If you ever pulled a steak apart, you can feel that, see that like kind of translucent stuff that you, um, kind of holds fibers together. It's sort of like it's cased in, in something there. And so if you imagine, um, if you had a bag of pasta, then you think like the muscle fibers are, are like the pasta inside the bag and the, the bag is the fascia. And so as Yanni said, as you get more blood flow and as you become stronger and, and have become really dedicated to training like Aiden, um, those muscles are going to um, start to hypertrophy. So each of those pasta um, has turned from like angel hair spaghetti into like that really, um, you <laughs> know, the, the, that kind of like the spaghetti with a big hole in it and it's like quite chunky and fat. Um, <laughs> and so basically you can imagine if the fascia is, you know, um, because that's a slower adapting connective tissue, you're basically going to start to push out against that. And that gives you like um, the feeling of tightness. And this can go really badly for things like um, if people get really bad corks in sports. So basically if you get like need in the thigh, um, that rapid increase in blood flow from um, bruising and the inflammatory process, that can cause what's called compartment syndrome, where you basically have so much blood in there that it starts to um, make it so high pressure in there that you start to, um, you could potentially have neural and and, um, so basically nerve and blood vessel damage because it's basically just like occluding um, the nerves and occluding the blood vessels. So you've ever seen, there's some horrible um, photos of surgeries that people have to get where they get a fasciotomy, which is basically cutting the fascia to allow um, there to be like a decrease in, in pressure in there to save nerves. So it's just a good example of like, I think it's sort of helpful to think, take things to the extreme and then come back to, you know, regular, um, you know, he's got a muscles that are, are strong. They've got a good pump. They've got good tone. So muscular tone coming like from neural drive from the brain, that's going to keep him, um, you know, active and ready, but yeah, it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. I actually experienced compartment syndrome in my, um, perennial, uh, on the, on so the, the reason, right the reason why we're laughing is there's, there's two different, like anatomy is such a tricky, um, 
thing to learn but basically you've got your perineals um perineals like which in, in america makes it easier because <laughs> it's called your fibularis muscle so basically it's on the and that's on your fibula so it makes a lot of sense and that's on the outside of your um calf it's maybe, the one that is involved in in ankles yeah you call it your fibularis yeah. eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then you've also, you got, also your, got your gooch muscle which is um your perineum per- perineal and yeah, yani so always and refers to his gooch uh anyway anyway i think we've we've given uh a pretty good answer to that question haven't we guys i think yeah, yeah. well i think just like i don't know Let, um, let's summarize okay let's go around the table and summarize because we've got a little bit more time uh can it, i just it, quickly rant about massage therapists yes so as a previous massage therapist <laughs> it was very um <laughs> it was very much ingrained in us that you're like you shouldn't be making comments on <laughs> like people's health and function and, and 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 a lot of people like you know they do it out of a like they want to be helpful they want to be like yeah. you know oh yeah i feel like i could really help you here by changing structure but it's just not what like yeah it's it's inappropriate for yeah. <laughs> massage to do it and like yeah it it it, it put because and and we've talked about a lot about with, with contemporary pain science how it's these like little like mind viruses of words that people have used before where you are oh, you're tight you must be like really you know restricted and all those things just then make people sort of like oh yeah. there's something wrong with me oh i can't do this i should yeah. be careful and then and that can be kind of used to then change the like self-efficacy so self-efficacy is like you know your confidence in that you can make a positive change for yourself and it kind of takes that away and it puts the it into an external locus of control which is basically like oh i need this health practitioner otherwise i can't you know i couldn't Mm -hmm. possibly run otherwise my muscles will snap and i need to see this massage therapist i need to see this physio so it's kind of this that's why i get like really um yeah. I'm glad that you went there because that's where I wanted to go, which is the psychological. And we talk, well, I talk about this a lot in our goal setting series that we usually do at the start of every year, which we will do again in January, 2022, which is about the, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the psychology behind achieving results in anything in life, whether it be exercise, body transformation, fat loss, career, finance, relationships, whatever you, you, you have a lot of, you, you have stories and dogmas and beliefs that really, really dictate how you speak, how you behave, how you act, how you think. And all of that plays a major role in your ability to achieve your goals, especially, especially around your physical body. Uh, if you're constantly told that you're tight, if you reinforce that notion, because oh, I feels tight when I go and get a massage. So now you've not just heard it from someone who you perceive to be an expert in that field. Now you've attached a physical feeling to that. It's strengthening this notion that you are tight and frail and fragile. And guess what? Guess what's going to happen when you constantly tell yourself that? You're probably going to feel tight, fragile, and frail. You know, and, and you're probably going to spend heaps of time doing like, oh, I've got to stretch, I've got to stretch, and then that's yeah. going to like, which you know, if your goal is flexibility and you want to be stretching, sure, and you want to be doing flexibility training, so endurance strength and everything, that's fine. But it just, it, I get, I just get so often as a physio, people are like, oh, I've injured myself because I haven't stretched enough. It's like, no, look yeah. at your bigger picture stuff. You've been, yeah. you've just gone from sitting on the couch and now you're trying to run for you know yeah. <laughs> five days a week. <laughs> my, my final thoughts on this is that. I absolutely love massage. It's a really nice, relaxing thing to do. And it is, for me, it's a part of um, management of my body, but it is a very, very small part and it is the icing on the cake. And I've gone from being somebody that really relied on regular massage or chiropractic treatment, like basically something like putting my faith in that's, that, that the solution to the pain and discomfort that I was feeling that would ramp up until I got that treatment Um, was getting these treatments and I've gone from that to being somebody that fully embraces that it's all in my hands and it's what I do and if I choose to go and get a massage or something like that 
it, it's beneficial and it has its place for me personally, but it is really just the icing on the cake. And I think until people um, come to that conclusion for themselves and this idea that, yeah, like what you're saying, like if you think I just want to get flexible, um, you know, you can't run towards something without running away from something else. So it's it shouldn't really be that I, I've got to get flexible. It should be more like, oh, I, I need a better balance. I need to maybe develop some flexibility along with my strength and fitness as well rather than all my problems are because i'm i'm not flexible yeah uh one of the i'm working in another clinic in the, outside of sydney at the moment because i'm spending half my uh time down in uh the south coast of, of new south wales and i'm working with this guy and um he runs a really big practice and he's he, he basically describes massages he's like uh seeing a massage therapist is like getting hot chips you do it because you like it <laughs> but don't think it's because it's going to be anything that's going to you know change your life fundamentally like yeah. and but, but i kind of disagree with him a little bit because i think there is a really positive um reason to get it for that relaxation side of thing for that um being able to switch off for that like mm -hmm. feeling looked after and and i think there's a lot of power in being touched as well and like i've really noticed that since going from being eight years of a massage therapist where people leave just being like oh thank you so much like mm -hmm. i just feel so much better than i felt in a long mm -hmm. time to now the physio where i'm telling mate, you probably got to do some more exercise and you got to mm -hmm. think about yeah. all that stuff so it's like it's a real like difference for me and and often i feel a bit like oh it'd be nice just to have people compliment me all the time again instead of being like oh well, you have to i have to do what yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but i think like especially in today's world of like where any spare moment you're looking at your phone any spare moment you're you know stressing about all this other shit you have to do like having a massage i think is a wonderful way of just having some of that downtime we've talked a lot about how um like recovery is really key and i think that like mental being able to switch off being able to feel like looked after being able to properly relax without being distracted by an overstimulating world and now especially after people have been locked down for a long time like just like human touch i think is just there's something that's so like i'm, I'm not gonna say healing but like in a kind of woo-woo sense but just in a like a it, it helps you like relax and feel connected to the world again and i think there's something really powerful about that so um i'm slightly oh, not quite the same as massages hot chips but like do it because you like it and you want to feel feel the like how great you can feel afterwards but don't do it because you're trying to increase your mobility sounds good to yeah. me absolutely now anybody that wants to connect with phil after listening to this awesome podcast phil can be found on instagram at adpt physio and you can book in for an in-person or an online session with phil at, or a massage maybe <laughs> at, we, well, we do have a great massage therapist now, yeah phil. yeah that's right yeah they've got a massage therapist working for them which you can book either with mitch or phil at adpt.physio thanks for coming on the show phil always great to have you on here mate love it thanks guys and we'll see you for our next episode of the sound of movement podcast